Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? This is your host, Kirk Hill Jr. We are back with another episode of The Review. Now, if y'all know me, you've been listening long enough, you know that I love to have my family on this podcast. We do this all the time. I've had my mother, my father, my cousins, my girl, my god brother. So everything, you know, is, is tight-knit, and I like that. So today, my special guest on this podcast is another one of my god brothers, Joshua, Joshua Watson, it's my guy. Now we've been hanging since we was kids. Um, you know it's crazy now seeing us like as adults doing our thing. Um, but I I've been kind of watching through Instagram and just through like the little talks that we have every now and then, checking in on each other. And you know my god brother, he he's got some things going on. Uh, he's a he's a CEO. You know, <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of feeling that so. Uh, and y'all know me, y'all know I love music. So my godbrother Josh, he's got um a label, MYO. I said it right, right? Yeah. All right. MYO. MYO Records, you know what I mean? So um uh today, this episode is a shout out Saturday. I just want to um shout out people that are doing things related to things that I like and just people that uh, I'm really close with that have something to offer. I want to give them their their time to shine, give them their their this platform for them to use their voice and, you know, let everybody know what they do. So, uh Joshua, why don't you just tell the people a little bit about what you do and, you know. So, NYO Records stands for Master Your Own. Right? And it was something that was created after a long thought and I realized that I got a lot of talented people who aren't able to showcase their talents enough because they may not be able to pay for a beat. They might not be able to afford a studio session. They don't have nobody backing them, nobody believing them, nobody pushing them. They just got no support system whatsoever. So in my room one day, it hit me. I love music. Music is going in the direction that I'm not really enjoying. Mm-hmm. So I figured, why not bring music back to the artist? Mm. And that's when NYO was created. Cool. So uh, how far back did you create NYO? Well, the initial thought of sitting with some people and just thinking... <laughs> Hey, it'd be fun to make a label one day. Mm-hmm. That was back in like 2019. Okay. But I went out and brought the actual mm-hmm. LLC and everything in September of 2021. Heard it. All right. Look at you. LLC. That's what I like to hear. That's 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 official stuff. Um, We was talking before we started recording the podcast. And we was talking about, you know, protecting... The investment, now, I don't, you know, you ain't got to say everything, but, um, you know, in terms of, like, the work that you've put in to get it as far as you have, like, explain that process, like, what, you know, what, what have you had to do to show everybody, like, yo, I'm, I'm really, like, legit about this, like, this is what I want to do. Well, I've had to really just go out there and be a man of my word, and... I've had to talk the talk and I've had to make people understand that this is serious and I've had to show good faith. Mm-hmm. Like, so people don't think that I'm just shooting them an idea or something. I had to show them like, look, I want to work with you. I got studio time for you right here. Word. You want to be, I can get you one. Mm. You need an engineer, I got you. Got you. I gotta show people that this is I'm not just sitting on my hands and this is not just a dream. Yeah. This is something that's supposed to become something that's gonna bring everybody together and make it bigger. I like that. So to do that, you know, if you connect and everybody, you gotta have yourself um around people that you trust. So uh tell me a little bit about your team, like who you got. Who you got with you? Who does what? How you how you delegate the responsibilities and everything? So, NYO is really really consists of me and my friend Darry. Mm-hmm. We started it together, 
and I I'm capable with when it, the business and everything, but everybody needs help. And Derry, that's like my right hand man when it comes to this. Gotcha. He he does clothes, he does videography, he does photos. He's good he's good with all things marketing. Nice. And then I do the business. And that's how we do it. And if we give each other input and we go from there. Gotcha. We also got um an artist, D Cyrus. Mm-hmm. And D Cyrus is an artist from Harlem who has a different sound than most. He's very versatile and he could and he could do almost anything. And I've seen him time and time again just kill a beat at any given moment. And that's really what NYO consists of. Me, Dari, and our artist D Cyrus. Gotcha. Um are you looking to expand and get more artists or right now you just kind of like focusing your energy on, on, on D? Well, for the first six months, we focused on D mm-hmm. and we do want to get more artists, but everything takes time. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be wonderful to find a singer and then find some female artists too. Mm-hmm. But until then... These going to be the our man. All right, I respect it. So, uh, how's that been working now? You got um singles and stuff like. There's a lot of performances and everything. Like, yes. Well, this m- month alone, he's had two, and he had one back in January. And he's scheduled for two in May. All right. And he has a couple songs. He has an album out. Called he has a he has an album out called Sodi Bill mm-hmm. that he dropped back in late of late twenty twenty one. Yeah, he has an EP called Council with Myself that he dropped in late twenty twenty one. He has a couple singles he done dropped. He dropped two singles this year so far, and he's working on an album now. So with his stuff, um, how how hands on are you with like what he does? Like, did you help um, provide the studio time, or did you help with the production? Did you help with like the songwriting? Like, how how involved are you in terms of like? I help with the studio time, mm-hmm. and if he wants some input, I give it. That's one of the big things we have here at NYO. That since we want to give music back to the artists, mm-hmm. the artists retain full creative control. We don't want to control them. We don't want to control their vision. Got it. So what is it about D that made you say, like, all right, that's that's the guy. Like, this is who I want to work with. What made, what brought me to him is his aura. He's like, he's like a celebrity in his own. Mm. Like, the way he carries himself, he carries himself with confidence. His music has confidence. Got you. His music has that versatility. And when, when he goes out on the stage and when he goes out in crowds, he's there. He's the life of the entire party. That's good. That's great, actually. People just gravitate to him. People like him. Got it. So, does he have a specific genre? Like, you know, is there like a pocket that he's in or he kind of tries to do a little bit of everything? I'd say hip hop, but he, he does a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. On his EP Council itself, he has kind of a rock song on there. Okay. Which I think is pretty dope because not a lot of hip-hop artists can do something along them lines and it work. Yeah. And I think that's what makes him special. And that's what makes him right there wild. Gotcha. And then uh, any particular track or project that you really like, that's the best kind of showcase for what he can do? My favorite song by him, honestly, is probably on his album, Sodyville. Mm-hmm. And it's called Did That. That's probably my favorite. Gotcha. Uh, it's a very good song. How about you play like a few a few seconds of it, you know, let, let everybody hear it. So you can kind of get a feel for the guy. 
okay, I did that. Uh, you flip the pin, I did that. Uh, you ain't give a damn, I did that. Uh, make money from problems, I spend that. Bitch, hey, uh, I did that. Uh, you flip the pin, I did that. Uh, you ain't give a damn, I did that. Uh, make money from problems, I spend that. Uh, 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 walk around this dance with my drawers on, nigga, you would have fucking thought this is one song, hey. Sometimes I'm beating with the long johns or a tank top, tan tone with the tats on, hey. I could be five seven, but I still stand tall, big steps, nigga, feet five four four. Production is crazy. I, I, I like that beat, and I'm pretty sure in the headphones it sounds even crazier. Like, yeah. You know, that's something I could I could see me and my cousins like vibing to that. Like we driving in the car, going somewhere. Like yeah, that'd be something we could do. Or like if we out somewhere, that like uh, if it's playing in the background, that'd be dope. And it really sounds like uh like if he was to perform that. Like if we was to go to one of his shows and like see that, it sound like he bring that energy. Like you were saying, loud. like the live of the party. Yeah, so. Um, I'm totally getting that and whatever you've done to like, you know, help form him, help get him to that point. That's what's up. I, I, I'm going to be honest since the day I met him, mm-hmm. he's, he's just been like a shooting star. Like he just goes, yeah. goals and goals. Like he, he's just as invested in this as I am. That's what you need. Like Definitely. how my label is important to me mm-hmm. and how making sure that people see him is important to me. His career is just as important, maybe even more than him. He works so hard. Gotcha. What's up, man? And that song was in 2021. It's 2022 and he's just gotten even better. Mm. And you know, you need, you need, you need people like that. So, you know, cause artists, like to dream big, artists have a lot of passion. It just comes with it. If you a creative person and you really serious about what you do, you're gonna be passionate. So it's it's fortunate for him that he has a person like you that's like, I right, I wanna help you be your best. Like, you know, you have a vision, I wanna help you see that vision through. And that's honestly what I think is missing these days. Cause it's a lot of people that want to show what they can do but there's they don't have that person that's like i right, i'm gonna provide you with the space to just be great you know do what you gotta do it's that it's that door opener you know mm-hmm. and if you can be that person that helps them get through the door or provides the door for them to be like yo this is this is your chance this is your 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 arena to just stretch your stuff like that's important and you know, you should be an inspiration to anybody else in the business that just wants to help artists shine because it all, it's, it's all a collaborative effort. And I feel like a lot of people miss that. A lot of times artists just kind of be grinding on their own. I know I was like that. Um, me and my cousins, we, when we do music, we was collaborating, but we're all artists. We didn't have like that one guy in the group that was like, all right, I'm the business end of it. I'm going to help us get this and this and this. Now, we kind of had that for a while. Some people was helping. Some people wasn't. We kind of fell off. We all took breaks. Life just kind of hits you, you know. So, but, you know, I, I'm I'm really hoping that you can continue this and take this somewhere. And, you know, um, I did an episode uh, way back in, like, the first season when I was talking about, like, that moment in your life where you just kind of figure it out and you're like, yo, this is, this is it. Like, this is what I want to do. And I know, and not only is it what I want to do, but I know that I'm good at it. Like, I know that this isn't just a dream. This is like something that can really excel and succeed and something that'll really like draw attention to people and people can recognize like that I have a gift, that I have something to 
to contribute to the world. So, like, for you with MYO, like, what was that moment for you when you really was like, oh, nah, this ain't even just a game. This ain't even, like, just me playing around. Like, this is like, oh, man, I, I can do this. Like, for real, for real. Like, It's funny, right? So, me, as a person, I feel like it's really nothing on this earth I can't do. Mm-hmm. Right? Give me a little time and it's going to be done. It's just as simple as that. Right. And I, the moment that, that hit me like, damn, this is real, mm-hmm. was when he dropped a song and my label was on the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> and what... I couldn't, I couldn't do nothing but smile. Mm-hmm. Like, one day I woke up and I woke up, it was like December, right? I went on Spotify and I seen his music, his monthly listens were approaching 900. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was damn near doing backflips in my house. Right. Because that shit felt so good. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's always like a, like a spark for you to just be like, yo, this is like really happening. And all that is, is just a moment of like validation for yourself to just be like, yo, I did this. I got it done. People fuck with it. It's like, yeah, yo, this is for real, you know? And it all it does is drive you to want to keep going. Exactly. And, um, you know, you need those moments. The only thing I would tell you is that even in the moments where it kind of slows down, where you're not getting as many listeners or, you know, it just seems like odds are stacked against you. You got all that stuff going. Those are the moments when you really got to fight and be like, all right, I'm still find a way to get it done, which by what you're telling me, that's not even a problem. You know, I feel like you got that, that personality, that character in you to be like, look, I'm going to find a way regardless. So, um, I respect that for real. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's real shit. Cause I feel like, I feel like it's no way in hell I'm going to lose. Right. Cause I feel like, as much as we believe in him, he gotta he believe in us the same because mm-hmm. he's with us. Right. Nobody is gonna just sit there and say, "All right, y'all tr- y'all believe in me. I'm gonna fuck with y'all," and not and not genuinely believe that we can help. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that might that honestly might be the best part of the the entire thing. Yeah. There's just. There's trust and honesty coming both ways. Right. Right. So what's what's the plan? Like when you when you look at the vision, right? Because right, you said you said you came up with the idea around like twenty nineteen, put the LLC in September twenty twenty one. So that means you real fresh. It's not even like Yeah. You know, it hasn't even been a whole year yet. You know what I mean? So like that possibilities is like really endless. But if you had like, let's say by the end of 2022, like what's, what's your goal? What you trying to um, get done by then? By the end of 2022, I really want to have, I want to have his numbers consistent in the thousands for Spotify. Mm-hmm. His numbers are good on Apple Music. But on Spotify, I want, I want those to, to skyrocket. Yeah. I want to I want to see I want to see him flourish. I want to see I want to be able to go outside and hear his music playing from somebody call. Yeah. It's like I don't want it to just simply be a digital thing. Right. I want to I want everybody to know who D Cyrus is. I want everybody to know what MYO is. Right. I want everybody to know that you can master your own. That's the plan. I want to be able to have a household name. I want to own it. I want everybody to be like, yo, you know NYO Records? Yeah. That's that's Joshua label. Yeah. And I don't want it. That's that's all I really want. Fuck's good. And I you know, honestly, like I said, with everything that you're doing now, and like already if you already in the span of this time, you already got your boy getting like nine hundred listeners and stuff like that. So you you know, sky's the limit, man. And you you keep that attitude, you keep that grind with you, and your artist stays 
like passionate with that fire, y'all can accomplish anything. So I I have the utmost confidence in y'all to get it done. Um, tell everybody how to find your boy. Uh, give them the the label information, all of that, so you know the people out there can um find y'all, support y'all. You know what I mean? Well, his Instagram is underscore D Cyrus D E E. S-Y-R-U-S. The label Instagram is NYO Directors. You can find his music on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, all the platforms. Good. Well, we'll be on the lookout for the next D. Cyrus hit and everything that NYO does. You know, you got my full support because uh, I got to come through to one of the performances. I definitely want to see the dude in action. Um, I'm gonna start listening to some of his stuff. Let you know, you know what I'm, what I'm, bet rocking out with. That song that you played for me just now was, was pretty fire. So um, I'm excited to listen to the rest of it. Uh, before you go, before we wrap this up, I just um, I want to know who's been the biggest influence in your life to like get you to where you are now to help shape you, and when you're going through what you're going through, like who do you look to for? that that advice to kind of guide you in your steps? I'd say my family because times when I feel like it's too much going on with everything mm-hmm. that life throws at you. My mom and my brother, yeah. they're, they're there to keep me grounded and talk to me and make sure like I'm, I stay on the right track. And they, they talk to me and let me know like you're young. Just take it one step at a time. Don't burn yourself out. Yeah. You'll be okay. And and that always works. I had a great conversation with my family um, a couple months ago. And they basically was just telling me, like, look, man. If this is something that you want to do, give it your all. Put 110%. Because when lose or draw, you own that shit. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody going to be able to take that from you. That's fact. So do what you can to make sure that it flourish. And you you mess up, dust yourself off, get back up and go again. Because the name not going nowhere. That's right. That shit forever. That's fact. And family is everything, man. Word. And you know, we family too, so... I'm going to do better with supporting you. You know, you got me whenever. And, um, you know, next time maybe we can get your boy to come on. We can talk, you know, tell more about himself and his side of the story. And then um, anything you need, you need me to come through. I could perform one day. You know, we could get things going. We got to collab. Like you were saying before, you know, just get the family to start doing things together. Because we got mad talented people in our family. We got people that can do amazing things. So if we all look out for each other we be successful. And, you know, this being Black History Month, um, like with the, another episode that I did of the podcast, like everything that we do is Black History. Like, yeah. you know, we represent our race every step of the way. Every single day we do whatever we do. We're representing our race and our people and our family. So, you know, with that in mind, we got to make sure that we always doing like things that uplift us. You know, so we need to be there for each other to uplift each other. So I'm giving you my word to uplift you. You know, we get the same thing in return. So it's, it's, yeah, we going to, you know, we got this, man. I ain't even even stressed. So thank you for coming through. I'm glad I could provide you, you know, the space, like I said, to just show everybody what you, what you do. I'm very proud of you and I just wish you the best going forward. So we're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, I'm going to have my other man's clip and we're going to talk about his journey and everything that's been going on. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah, are we good? Connected? Yeah, Cool, cool. All right. So uh, we back. Uh, back on this episode of The Review. So first half of the episode, I have my god brother on talking about him and his music and everything and his uh, journey moving forward. But for the second half of Shout Out Saturday, I kind of wanted to go back a bit. Uh, everybody knows I've been doing music for a while. Um, but one of the guiding 
forces around like my earliest years of being in the studio uh, was this man right here that I got with me right now. Uh, we affectionately call him Clip. So, um, Clip, introduce yourself. You know, tell everybody what's up. Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up? I'm Clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Clip, Clip is, um, kind of a master at everything. Uh, he, he knows this stuff, uh, whether it's about music, movies, sports, all that, you know, you know, we be, we be talking about that on Facebook and everything, but, um, yeah, all the time, and that was, like, one of the times where we could just kick it, and Clip was the guy real mentor for me personally. I uh, learned a lot about uh, my voice, my style, how to an artist successful. Uh, and I owe a lot to you and your your words over the years and, you know, everything you've been doing. So you've been, you know, keeping up with the progress and everything. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to thank you for that. You're welcome, brother. You're welcome, you know. Uh, tell us... Tell us your story about how to clip become clip, you know? Oh, um, you know, for young kids growing up in Harlem and Jersey at the same time, um, running around doing the hip hop thing from spray painting on trains to, you know, you know, spray painting on trains, tagging your name up in, in, in project hallways and, you know, watching the DJs outside with the park jams. To rapping, you know, to rapping and to win, you know, to get into my own studio, own, own studio before it was a popular thing to do, you know. That's how that's how I really came up. Started off rapping first originally, though. Where did you have a that name? Clip. Oh, <laughs> was the first name? The first name was T Murder. Somebody T Money, T Murder, T Money, something like that. <laughs> Got you. And then, and then one of my boys was like, you know, Clip, that's your name. And it just stuck. And everybody started calling me Clip from the neighborhood. Word. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie, for a while, for a while I thought Clip was your real name. Like, I was like, What I think is Cliff. Like, no, it's, it's not my real name, but, you know, it's a nickname. Yeah. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I think we had talked one time back when I used to go to Jersey. You told me you used to go to the our Children's Foundation, right? Uh-huh. When it first started. Yeah, that's crazy because, you know, my father. Right. And my father used to work for the Children's Foundation. So it was just crazy. And, like, we had talked. And I remember I was describing him. And he was like, yo, that's crazy. I did know your father. So that was cool, like, you know, just to how life works like that. Like, you know, my dad working at Children's Foundation, chilling with you, and then now, years later, you in the booth chilling with me. Like, yeah. that's, that's crazy. Yeah, life is crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, what what is it about music that um, that just inspired you? Made it stick with you? Um, it's something that you feel in your soul. Like, it's something that can't, it's something that can't be explained, really. It's more so, like, when a certain song comes on, your whole body, from your spirit, mind, you know, from your feet, your fingers, it just feels a certain way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I got those feelings early as a kid, just hearing certain records growing up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to do this. So, what were the What were the biggest records for you? Um, ooh, the biggest? I the the. the Okay, so for me, the biggest record that, that really made me want to do it was Deep Cover, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. What? Um, I think that was 91. Yeah, 1991. And the first time I saw the video back in that time, we had this um cable channel called The Box. Mm-hmm. And it came on, I think it came on right after like a... a, a um. A tribe called Quest video or something, right? And Got you. And when that came on, the beat just took me immediately. Doom, 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 doom. 
I'm like, well, what is this? So first mm. time I've ever seen Snoop Dogg. Nobody knew who he was at the time. He was brand new. Like, who is this guy? And the song just took over my spirit. And, and, and from then on, it was just like, oh, this is this, this hip hop is what I really want to do. Right. But but I was a fan of hip hop, you know, before that, you know, listening to Fresh Prince. I know right. Smith is your guy. You know, I was listening to the Rock the House yeah. album. That, that you know, that was my album. A lot of people, you know, they they a lot of people was into the uh, to the. He's a DJ. I'm the I'm the rapper. I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. DJ album. I was more so into the Rock the House album. That was my album. I mean, it is the original, so yeah. So that was my thing, and um, Kumo D. You know, I was a kid with Kumo D. LL. Just a bunch of you know. Uh, um, it was just it was new, so it was it was nothing like it was nothing like hip hop before. Yeah. So it was just like a world that I was engulfed in. It was like yeah, during those times, it it was almost like it was segregated music. You wouldn't hear it nowhere else but New York. Right. You know, and you would only hear it in New York, like literally on the streets or the neighborhood. It wasn't on radio. Like religiously. It wasn't on radio all day, like you turn on the radio now and you just hear hip hop music. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you really had to go out through a certain times and it would come on. It was it was it was like it was like finding buried treasure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like during those times. So that's what really made me fall in love with the culture. But the, the song that did it for me was was that song and nothing but a G thing. Yeah, you know, and speaking of, of um, Dre and Snoop, what 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 did you think about the the halftime show? For me, it was the greatest feeling in the world to see my two favorite, my favorite producer in hip hop, my favorite living rapper, um, do something that no other hip hop act has ever done before. Right. So for me, that was monumental, and I'm and I've been a uh, you know an advocate for those two since 1991. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So think about that. That's like 30, what, 29 years? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So for me, people that's, know, like, I, that's like wish fulfillment right there. Yeah. So like for me, I, it was the biggest. It was it was the biggest thing for me to see uh, two rappers, two producers, or, or two hip hop artists that were at one point, you know. Then, like the feds didn't want, you know, they had federal paperwork on these people. Like, don't listen to their music, right? You know, and now, and now, twenty nine years later, they're performing in front of the biggest sports event in America. Yeah. It's like it's it's, it's, it's I salute to them. Right? It's like a dream come true for me. It was like I was like I was like I was living their dream through them. So it, it that's what's up. Yeah, I know. I know people with. Uh... Trying to figure out where it ranks in the, I have you know, in, in see as a lot of people still got Prince at number one. You know, you know me, I, I love Michael Jackson, but um, I, love, I love them all. But my culture is hip hop. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like I'm not knocking them. I think I think Michael Jackson is the greatest performer in music history, and I think Prince is the greatest musician in music history. Mm-hmm. But we got something that hip hop that's ours. You know what I'm saying? Like we come from this is this is a culture that that defied all genres. For me, that's number one. Because I, yeah. I, I know where those two came from. Michael Jackson didn't grow up in the streets. That's right. He, he, he didn't come from that environment. I'm not saying mm-hmm. he didn't come from the ghetto, but he didn't come from that environment. Right. I'm saying Prince didn't come from that environment either. That wasn't his thing. Yeah. I love them both. I love them both. Like, they're both immaculate. They're, like, they're, they're the greatest of the greats. Um, But for hip-hop, I could, for, some, for something that I can relate to, to see Snoop come from a, a, a Long Beach Crip, you know, a gang member. Right. To be the murder charge and, and watch his friends die over the years. You know what I mean? Watch some of his mm-hmm. homies pass away. And then you get a chance to rep for your city on that stage with with no with no filter. Can't beat it to me. That's number one for, for, for reasons. For my see, number and that's 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 why I wanted to have you on the show because like that kind of perspective you knowing the history of it having lived through all those years seeing the culture like that's that's what it's about like a lot of people just you know they just watching snoop or you know they just being like oh snoop on stage that's that's dope mary j blige 50 being there but like you understanding the journey and what it really means and what it represents that's you know that's why i like 
you know, having somebody like you on, on on here to just like speak about that, you know? Yeah, it was a big, it was a, it's a big moment for hip hop. Even though it wasn't, a, even though it wasn't at, in the birthplace or the mecca of New York, it was it was still a, a global thing to see what our culture can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we could have, you know, Jay Z could have went and said, "Let me let me let me get Puff." Yeah. Or whoever. But he said, you know what? This is the perfect timing. It's in LA. Why not get the two biggest cats? Why not get the people that literally made LA hip hop or or birthed, not birthed LA hip hop, but was the pioneers for LA hip hop? Right. You get what I'm saying? Why not get the two biggest people that we know from LA? You know, next to. Well, not even the two biggest. We got the only person that was missing on that stage was Ice Cube. Yep. <laughs> For me, Ice Cube and Ice T, but I'm good. You know, Dr. Dre is a representation of NWA as a whole. Right. You know what I'm saying? Snoop is a representation of the gang culture that's LA. True. You know what I'm saying? And you and you put those two together. And, you, and then you had two New Yorkers on that stage. So you had Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. When you really think about it, it was a it was hip hop in its biggest form. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, hip hop and R&B queen. There's nobody. There's nobody that's gonna ever take her spot. Forever replace her. And you got the, the New York's bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Give what I'm saying. So for me, it was like it was wonderful. You know, fifty is Chris's man, so you know we. I was just hanging with Chris um, last week. We was jamming in the car, listening to songs from the massacre. So, you know, fifty's always always the man. So, how do you feel about like the evolution of hip hop overall in the last thirty years? It's wonderful. Turned turned from a a culture that came from the streets, literally, to a multi-billion-dollar business. Right. It, it it actually it did more for racial racism in America. It did more for the for the for the betterment of against racism in America than any other culture that America's ever had. Mm. You ever go to a hip hop concert? Yeah. You ever see the crowds? Mm-hmm. You ever see the, you ever see the, the type of people that's there from? Indians, whites, Asians, blacks, Hispanics. Yeah. You ever go to a, you ever go to a, a you ever go to a Billy Preston or country singer concert? No, I worked I worked for them concerts. Yeah. <laughs> you see the, you see the difference? Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? So for me, I, I think it's I think it's great. You know, it's it's it's, it's a it's a wonderful culture. It's the greatest culture that we ever had. In, in this in my lifetime, I think for us, if you really think about it, it's almost like our religion. Oh yeah, you got hip hop, you got Christians, you got Baptists, you got you got hip hoppers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like hip hop is not just a one dimensional thing. It's it's so vast that it, it, it can't be matched. Yeah, that's how I view it. I don't know. No, no, no. I agree because, like I said, like it's it's constantly. Evolving and it's something that can't be contained or controlled. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's and, every, and every time they try to control it, we switch and do something different. Mm-hmm. And even though my generation, you know, sometimes people from my generation and before me, we have sometimes we have a problem with some of the youth. But we got to understand the youth is going to express themselves how they how they're going to express themselves. We might yeah. not, we might not get it because it's not for us to get right away. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're not living it. We I didn't grow up in the digital era. I didn't grow up in the era that you know where everything was, everything was a smartphone, everything right. was recorded with cryptocurrency. I, I, I grew up in a whole different era, so for me, it was a different, different life experiences. So when I hear people complain about today's music, I used to complain, then I realized I can't. It's not for me to complain. It's for me to, if I don't, if I don't, if it doesn't fit my ears, I'll listen to something else. But I'm not gonna bash it. You right. Like. I used to, so you know. So for me, it's more so. Um, it's, it's it's a wonder. I like I'm liking some of. The, I understand it now. Like I get it. You know, like with the drill music. Yeah. People are going through something. They're going through murder and death. 
yeah. constantly. And how else are they going to express it? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, everybody, you know what I mean? They got to express it the best way they feel. If you killed my friend and I'm mad, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to express how I feel. Even if, even if it sounds violent, this is how I feel right now. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, so, I mean, I, I mean, I don't really like the bragging of killing, but I understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... So what? What? Stay safe. what <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, what? What? What current artists are like top in your head right now, or just the ones that you like the most? Well, you know, um, you know, my guys, my guys, George gonna be my guys. But um, as far as the younger generation, um, I like JID. Okay. Um, I like uh, I like Lil Baby. Yeah, I've grown to like him. Yeah, more I, more. Me, me too. Um, I think Kodak Black is hilarious. Because mm. <laughs> I, I don't understand every word he says because of his accent. Right, but, right. But he is hilarious to me. Um, let's see. Um, I like... I, oh. Um, I like Doja Cat. I like Doja Cat a lot, actually. I think she's very creative. Yeah. Um, I think I create minus all the you know all the outside drama. I think her creativity is amazing. Um, I like your work. I like I like there's a lot of people. I mean, I like Don Michael. I like you know I like a lot of yeah. people. It's just um, but as far as industry people, like it depends. It, it has to hit me. So mm-hmm. I, if I, I sometimes I stumble upon a record and be like, oh, what is this? I've never heard this before. Oh, this is good. You know, when it comes yeah. to art, when it comes to when it comes to hip hop, when it comes to R and B music, I think R and B is coming back very strong. Oh yes. Um, you know, I think that I think R and B is going to have a serious. All right, I'm still with my son in the background. Sorry, but yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> I think. Um, I think R&B music is going to be... And then we're going to get a new... Um, like I said, we're going to get a new Renaissance era. It hasn't come yet, but it's coming. Yeah. You know, and I think it's going to come because everyone... Musicians now have access to do everything in your house. I don't have to go nowhere. So I can get all my real feelings out when, immediately. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The only thing is I feel like is that the production is good. The production just... Once the production gets better, like 100% better, it's going to get really, really, really scary. Yeah, you know, hip hip hop, hip hop. I think hip hop is at a standstill at the moment. Me personally, um, not not in a bad way. I just think it happens every ten, five to ten years. Yeah, where, where um, we don't know where we hear the same style of music over and over again, and we're looking for something different, but we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, remember, well, like, you know, we at the start of a new decade, so. Yeah, exactly. We probably gonna figure it out in another year or two. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be one artist that comes and takes everybody's spot. So Drake is the number one guy. It's gonna be a new young kid that he's just gonna be hot and he's gonna be smoking hot, and he's just gonna he's gonna speak for the voice of that new generation. And he, it's just what it is. And his, yeah. his, his beats are not gonna sound like anything else that we heard that's out right now. This is gonna be completely different. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And, and, and everybody's going to love him at first, and then he's going to start to get hated on. But, you know, that's just the, that's just the way hip-hop is. Right. I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking for that new kid myself. Ooh. Well, we, um, me and my cousins, we, we, we had a show uh, on YouTube a couple years back, and we did an episode where we was talking about, like, our top five rappers. Um, I think we first did our just our, our five favorites, but then we were trying to be objective and be like, who actually is like the top five rappers of all time? Um, I'm curious to know who yours would be. My top five rappers of all time. Yeah. Mine. Okay, so mine is Tupac. Okay. For me, he's number one. I don't want to argue with anybody about it. I'm not gonna <laughs> argue with anybody about it. Right. I don't care, I don't care to try to. to prove it to anybody, to me, he's number one. And I say that, I don't, my reasoning for it is because 
he's the epitome of what every rapper is. Right. He's the epitome of a young black kid that came up in the ghetto, raised by pro-black parents. You were raised by Black Panthers. We always scream Black Power, Black Power, Black Lives Matter. I'm raised literally by people who were in the battlefield with this. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've done everything that you, you can't say you, you do in the streets. Mm-hmm. I've done it all. I, 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 think about this. Tupac was only in, a, in the hip-hop industry for four years. Yeah. From 1992 to 1996, and in that time, that man made seven albums, recorded seven, recorded seven albums. Yeah, he put out about seven albums, seven movies, <laughs> wrote a book, screenplay, and probably had about four, three to four hundred songs left over. Which screenplay he wrote? <laughs> Google it. I'm gonna tell you that. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. But think about that. But think about you doing that from 21 to 25. Right. Seven That's movies. incredible. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, we, I, I watch people, you know, big up other rappers. I'm not going to say no names. And, oh, my God, he put out the most music. The man was doing this in a time where we didn't have Pro Tools. Right. <laughs> we didn't have computers that you could just punch in your vocals. So the work ethic was it was almost like he didn't sleep or he worked to the point where he knew he was going to die early. Right. And then if you go through his catalog of music, he's um he's touched every topic of black plight that mm-hmm. black people go through from from the women's side to the man's side. Yeah. So for me it's Pac number one, number two, big well no, I'm lying. Number two for me is Snoop. Actually, one A and one B is Tupac and Snoop. Those are my two favorite rappers of all time. Those two had the those two had the biggest impact on me as a child. Right. Um, Biggie's there, Nas is there, and Jay Z is there. Got it. But I don't. I haven't really like the top ten, and it's really like I don't really just limit it to five. Mm -hmm. So for me, it would be Ice Cube next, Scarface. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like LL Cool J. That had an impact on me. LL Cool J. Raekwon, the chef for me. Him and Ghostface, either or. You can swap them. So for either or. And. Damn. My last one. Some people would say Eminem. I remember I was in Eminem, but now nah. um, my last one might be Kendrick. Mm. For to be from a younger generation, it might be Kendrick. So you got Kendrick over Cole? Yes. Got you. Yes, always had had him over Cole, but that doesn't mean Cole is a slouch at all. Mm-hmm. I think Cole is. A, I think Cole is a, is, a, is a super animal. I just think. Kendrick's body of work has more playback value over years. I can see that. Where some people, you know, some people don't like um, J. Cole's slow approach. Sometimes sometimes his music is slow paced. Right. And everyone is, everyone, and where, you know, everybody was in the turn up era. So when you turn up, you don't really want to slow down. So to to sit and listen to Cole is like a, you really got to be experienced in listening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of... But Cole is, 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 is right there. Like, Cole is right there. Big Crit is there. Um, Outcast. It's too many people in hip-hop to, like, really try to narrow it down. But my favorites are Pac, Big, Snoop, Jay-Z, and Nas. Those are my top five. So for Pac, because um, me and Chris, um, like, debate... Well, not debate, but we just see our case for each one but um me personally I, I i think me against the world is his best album um chris's favorite is seven day theory but he thinks all eyes on me is his objectively the best one so i want to know what you think it's hard it's hard because because i i, I 
Okay, so me against this world, me against the world is his most personal album. So I understand right. why you feel like that's his best album, right? Yeah. All eyes on me is his most commercially successful album. So Got I understand it. why Chris says what he says. Mm-hmm. Last day, seven day theory was his last album he recorded before he died. So it has right. it has a feeling to it that's unmatched because he recorded that album in three days. Right. Right. So that album was him changing his whole rap style too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have a favorite pocket album. I don't. I don't have a favorite gotcha. because some days I might be in a strictly for my niggas mood. Mm-hmm. And strictly for my niggas, if you really go back and listen to that album, it's a lot of gems on that album. Um, also, I don't know if y'all listened to the Thug Life album. I'm sure Chris has. I haven't really listened to it as much. Now, Thug Life was a group. It was a group album. It wasn't like... Right. It wasn't, it wasn't a pop solo album, but to me, it feels like a pop album. Okay. Um, and that came out before. That came out right before me against the world. So it's in the same vein. Gotcha. All right, I'm gonna check it out. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, a lot of people don't know that was Pac's group before the Outlaws. It was Thug Life. Right. Then he had Drama Cidal, and then Drama Cidal changed himself to the Outlaws. He combined. Thug, he combined Thug Life and Drama Cidal and created the Outlaws. Got it. So, yeah. So, excuse me, stop that. So that's what don't you do that. Don't throw it on the floor. That's not that's what's up. No, don't do yeah. that. Cool, cool. Not, no. Prince, buddy. Yeah. No, no, no. You just want to stop on the floor. Barbara? No, I'm talking about son. Uh, oh, okay. What's that about? Hey, you His name is Prince. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's lit. Yeah, so. So, you know what I'm saying? I love Prince, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to knock the man. You know what I'm saying? Right, Prince. right. They my son after the man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. But that's what's up, man. I want I want to thank you for being on here with me. Um, like I say, you you got all the knowledge. Uh, before you go, I just want to ask you, what is your what is your favorite Harlem memory? He's doing summer of 97. No, no summer 98. That's my favorite album. Summer 98. Mace was out. Cam was out. Noriega was out. Uh, Biggie, Biggie just died. And New York City felt like New York City. Mm. Fire hydrants are still on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fire hydrants is on every block. Harlem, you know Harlem, but Harlem was filled. The, 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 the streets of Harlem was filled. It was, it was, a, it was, it was so much black, black people outside. Yeah, um, the culture was so, it was so hip hop too. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like the per, it was like the perfect summer. Yeah, it, it, for me, it was ninety. Yeah, ninety. My my favorite year of living was ninety five, but my favorite <laughs> summer was ninety eight. Got you. Ninety eight was um. Ninety eight was a wonderful year. Oh man! <laughs> they, just think about it. You know what I'm saying? Mace is the number one rapper out. Then you got Cam, Horse and Carriage, and all this is brand new. Right. Uh, Noriega with the uh. Who, uh, what band from TV was brand new. DJ Clue mixtapes was tearing the streets up. Jay Z was Jay Z was out here killing stuff. Cash Money had they wave. No Limit had they wave. Um, DMX was out. You know what I'm saying? Like all mm-hmm. at one time. Like yeah. all of it was at one single time. It was like uh, it was it was almost like how was this possible? Yeah, like, and the debate, like the debates that summer was who was the best, what crew was the best, what rappers are the best. It was, it was, it was just a, a wonderful time. To, um, it was a wonderful time. All right, Prince, calm down. It was a wonderful time, <laughs> and, 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 and and sometimes I wish it was a little older so you could have experienced it. 
I know. I'll, I'll be feeling like that too, especially because you know me. I'm such a old soul. Like I would have loved to have seen that. You know, because I, I only remember bits and pieces. Because like for me, '99 on, I have like a pretty good memory of how life was like. And then you know '99. Biggie and Pac had only been dead for a few years, so they were yeah. still fresh on the radio. And then, like, yeah. summers, you know, you know, 135th Kennedy mm-hmm. Center. I'm in I'm in camp every summer, just feeling that vibe of the city. Like, those those years from, like, 99 to, like, 03, 04, yeah. that was, like, my yeah. childhood right there. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, sometimes I just wish I was your generation. was part of my generation. Yeah. Had, it was... Cause you, your generation started popping around the Dipset era, right? The Fifty era. So for y'all, that was, that was an amazing era too. I'm getting twisted. That was a very amazing era, but it wasn't that. Cause you got to remember, Cam and these dudes was all brand new. They didn't even get a chance to make that Dipset era yet. So it was, it was like, oh my god, this is incredible. Everybody was brand new. Yeah. It's like. Oh, that era for y'all. Okay, remember the era when Drake, Kendrick, Cole, uh, ASAP, and all of them came out around the same time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a hip-hop historian, so you know how I, 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 I can... I, can I, I remember when y'all was Little Wayne fans. Yeah. And I, I remember this. I remember when y'all was die-hard Little Wayne fans, and I was like, hey, it really ain't for me, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to really knock it, because I'm, I'm Wayne's age, so I know... What I know where Wayne came from, right? So where Wayne came from, I like I like me personally. I like the old Wayne better, right? So when when that era of ASAP Kendrick and all of them was coming, y'all didn't even know it yet because y'all yeah. was the, the wave of Drake. I mean, y'all was, Drake was popping, but y'all didn't y'all didn't know Kendrick and Cole and it was like really really coming. <laughs> no, I didn't. I know I didn't. Cause I remember y'all was J. Cole. Y'all knew who J. Cole was, but I didn't think y'all, I don't think y'all knew who Kendrick was coming. Cause Kendrick was like the sleeper. Cause Meek Mill yeah. was popping, and I was like, nope, this guy Kendrick is the guy that's coming. Mm-hmm. And be prepared. <laughs> and yep. I knew it. I knew everybody. I told everybody prepared because look who he had behind him. True. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you pay attention, I think I told y'all about Anderson Pack too back then too. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, you definitely put me on. Before anybody knew who he was. Right. And now, you know, now he's doing Silk Sonic and everything. Yeah. And he was at he was playing the drums at the at the Super Bowl. At the Super Bowl. And he was on Dr. Dre's Compton album. Yeah, and that was good. Goes, and if everybody goes back and listens, you'll start to hear how it all, it all comes full circle. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, Summer 98. Greatest home of music. Heard it. Heard it. All the music cup was open. Grand Swoon was still was still popping. You can get a chicken, you can get a chicken sandwich from the Chinese restaurant for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> dollar chicken chicken breast. I was like better than Popeyes. For one dollar, mm-hmm. you get a you get a cup of pineapple, or I mean a container of pineapples, or a sweet tea that the Chinese restaurant itself for a dollar. So two dollars got you a long way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want some seafood, you go up a lot, you want some crab, man. It was just, it was just a vibe, dude. You have to go to Red Lobster and all these places. Nah, I'm going right in the block. It's a person right outside selling crabs out on the street. Yeah. I remember them days. Yeah, you know? The, the, mm-hmm. the culture that they stripping from us now. Yeah. That you probably really, really have no Whole Foods and all that wasn't part of our city. No. Right. We had black and Spanish owned businesses. So, you know, that was my, that was my, my great memory. All right, thanks. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. This two fifth and Lennox used to look way different. Look, oh, my God. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every time I drive around there every once in a blue moon, I'm like, oh, no, nah, I can't do this. This looks crazy. Right. But, you know. Yeah, I'm just, well, it's hip-hop, man, hip-hop. That's all it is. Um, I appreciate you, Clip. Uh, tell everybody how to find you, you know, let them know about the Soul Shop and all of that. Oh, Soul Shop, uh, non-profit organization. 
for kids in Harlem, actually. That's the funny thing. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's almost like I was trying to redo, well, me and my team was trying to redo our children's foundation. Yeah. For uh, just a modern way. So we're trying to, we just getting everything in order, but, you know, we got an office on 153rd in Amsterdam. Cool. Um, um, you know, we, this summer we, past summer, you know, we did, we did take a trip, took, took kids out to the park of state and all of that. Let them have some fun and stuff. So now we're trying to get a building. We're trying to get a facility in Harlem, a building, so we can start putting the latest music equipment, studio, photo stuff, and all of that in there for these kids to get them off the streets, man. So yeah, that's what we're doing. I'm down with that, man. We can all be from the streets, you know. We don't want to yeah. Mhm. I you, you know, I hope I hope everything go through with that. And any way I can help, you know, let me know. I could be. I, I would love to be a part of that. Oh yeah, I'm, oh yeah, we definitely gonna make that happen. All right, cool. Well, thanks again for coming on. Um, and this is a shout out Saturday. I appreciate everybody. Uh, come check us out on the next episode of the review. Have a, y'all have a good one. Peace.